0: What's on your Christmas list this year? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I put this out on Facebook uh, recently and I said, all I want for Christmas is butter crunch cookies. Now, I don't know if you believe in Santa or not, but guess what came in the mail this week? I got a box full of butter crunch cookies. Man, my favorite cookie. I haven't had them in forever. And, uh, and, And I guess... Uh, maybe Santa used one of his little elves to, to bless me this Christmas. Uh, I love it. I put it out on Facebook and it, apparently a lot of folks really love the cookie too. Uh, but my guess is that with the craziness of 2020, your Christmas list probably looked a little bit different this year. On your list this year, you probably just wrote, man, I just want to stay healthy. I just want to stay far away from any sort of sickness. I want to I want to remain healthy for the rest of 2020. Maybe on your Christmas list, you said, man, I just want things to go back to normal. I want to be able to eat at a restaurant. I want to sit down at a coffee shop and drink a cup of coffee and work from my laptop and check some emails. I, I, I just need to get a job. Is that on your Christmas list? I need a job. I got laid off because of this whole pandemic nonsense. And now I'm desperately looking for a job. Would you please give me a job? Uh, you know, the unemployment checks aren't coming through. I just need to get food on the table this Christmas. I just need to be able to make rent. Is that on your Christmas list? Maybe on your Christmas list, you're just desiring for your walk with God and your relationship with Christ to thrive. As, as You just want to not feel so distant. You want your relationship with God to be restored and you want to feel what you once felt. Is that on your Christmas list? Maybe there's some relationship in your life uh, with a spouse or or with a loved one, a friend, or, or or your son or daughter, and that relationship is on the rocks. You're just desiring for that relationship to be restored. What's on your Christmas list this year? How does this differ from the Christmas list of, a, of, of us as a kid, right? Perhaps as a child, all you wanted was a new toy, Uh, the new console that was coming out, video game system, or maybe you just wanted a Barbie doll. We asked our kids what they wanted for Christmas and Melody said she wanted gummy bears. You know, our list as kids are very different as our list as adults. What hope does the Christmas story bring to us as we head into this new year? To answer that question, I wanted to look at an unknown, an unknown or maybe a less familiar character in the Christmas story. We find his story in Luke chapter 2. We read about an elderly man, his name is Simeon. And we read about his interaction with baby Jesus. Part of the Jewish tradition was after a baby was born, after eight days, it was customary to circumcise the newborn baby boy. And then if it was the firstborn son, they would dedicate him. They would present him at the temple and dedicate him the Lord. So Mary and Joseph, the parents of Jesus, head to the temple in Jerusalem and this is when they run into this guy named Simeon. We pick up his story in Luke chapter 2 verses 25 and 26. At that time there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. Now look at how the Bible describes him. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come. And rescue Israel. I think it's fascinating that the author of Luke describes Simeon as righteous and devout. And what, he, what is he doing? He's patiently waiting for God's promises. He's patiently waiting for the Messiah, the promised one, the one that was promised that would come to redeem and rescue Israel. And so he's patiently waiting for him. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. So Simeon is elderly by this point. He's described as righteous and devout, and he's been patiently waiting his entire life to see this promise fulfilled. And he received a personal prophetic uh, word that he would not pass away, that he would not die without seeing this promise fulfilled. Jesus... Uh, Newborn baby Jesus enters the temple with Mary and Joseph and Simeon locks eyes on this baby. And as he sees him, he instantly knows that this is the promised Messiah. This is the Lamb of God. This is the one that would come and ransom and rescue the world. And so as he sees the baby Jesus, he grabs a hold of God made flesh in Jesus Christ and he says the following he sings essentially sings a praise to God we pick it up in verses 29 through 32 here's what he says sovereign lord now let your servant die in peace as you have promised i have seen your salvation which you have prepared for all people he is a light to reveal God to the nations And he is the glory of your people, Israel. What a beautiful praise that he sings as he holds in his hands the one that would rescue us. And so as we take a deeper dive into this story, I have hope. And I want to share with you guys three reasons I have hope this Christmas. And I hope that you can have the same exact hope as well. Number one is this. I have hope this Christmas because God is sovereign. God is sovereign. Simeon had heard a prophetic word of seeing the Messiah. God gave him a promise that he would not pass away, that he would not die without laying his eyes on the promise of God, the Messiah that was to come. But he was getting old. And I don't know about you guys, but if I was him, man, I would be losing hope. I would feel like my season was 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 running out. My season of waiting, a season of of being stuck, of of knowing that I heard from God, of knowing that this promise of God was true, but man, time was beginning to run out. And this is the season that many of us find ourselves in right now. We're asking ourselves the question, when will this pandemic when will this pandemic be over? When will the vaccines? be available? When will I be able to go back to work? Or when can I get back at our studies and go back to school? When when will I get healthy? When will my family be restored? And when our world is out of control, it can be easy to think that God has lost control of the world. But guys, let me encourage you with this. God is not up at night worried sick. He's not twiddling his thumbs. He's not pacing back and forth, saying, Oh my, what is going to happen? No, God is sovereign. And the definition of sovereign is that God is the supreme authority and all things are under His control. And what does Simeon proclaim? Simeon proclaims, Lord, You are sovereign. He might have been thinking, I thought my time was up. I was beginning to lose hope, but God, you are sovereign and you fulfilled your purposes. This is why I love what Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says. It says this, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. You know, perhaps right now you find yourself in a season where you you feel hopeless. Maybe you feel scared. You're full of questions and doubts. But just know this. God is sovereign. God has the world in His control. He is the almighty, all-powerful, creator God. And He has everything in His control. God can cause everything. To work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purposes. And God can bring about purpose and He can accomplish His plan even in the middle of your calamity or season of waiting. I have hope this Christmas. I hope you do too. The second reason I have hope is because Jesus is our salvation. Jesus is our salvation. You know, just for fun, I looked up the top most uh, desired gifts or gifted gifts for 2020. Uh, number one was this: was the Roku streaming stick. Number three was the a uh, Disney Plus subscription. Number four uh, was an AirPods Pro. Well, these are all pretty cool gifts. They're great, but you know, Simeon actually shares with us in this passage. What is the greatest gift that we can receive this Christmas and anytime look at verses 30 and 31 he says i have seen your what what's that word there swerve i have seen your salvation which you have prepared for all people the greatest gift that we get to enjoy this christmas is the gift of salvation made available through jesus and i would want nothing more for you than for you to open this gift of god's love revealed in christ jesus it's the gift that was given to us while we were yet still sinners and far from god this is what christmas is all about that god came near This is exactly what John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17 says. Would you guys read this out loud with me? Ready, go. For this is how God loved the world. He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent His Son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through Him. Guys, Jesus is our salvation, and it is the best gift revealed to us this Christmas that we can enjoy. And no matter what you're feeling this right now, no matter what you're going through, no matter what hardship you're facing, we can have joy no matter what, because of Jesus. Jesus is our salvation. And lastly, th- we can have hope this Christmas because Jesus is the light. Jesus is the light. You know, it's no secret that the past 10 to 11 months have been some dark times for us all. We've been living through, uh, we've been living with some fear, anxiety and worry, uh, depression, sadness, isolation. The world seems so dark right now. We're surrounded by injustices and Corrupt policies and broken systems. The world sure does seem like a dark place. But what does Simeon say about Jesus? Look at verse 32 once again. Look at what he says. He says, He is a light to reveal God to the nations. And He is the glory of your people, Israel. In a world surrounded by darkness... Jesus is the light of the world. The world is surrounded by the darkness of sin and brokenness. But Jesus enters the darkness as light. And we have the light of Christ to display amidst the darkness. Look at what Jesus says in John chapter 8 verse 12. Would you guys read this verse out loud with me as well? Ready, go. I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Without Jesus, you are walking in darkness. You are walking in sin and you're heading for destruction. Apart from Jesus, we are destined for eternal separation from God. But Jesus is light, so that you don't have to walk in darkness. And some of you today, for the first time, the light has come on, and you realize that you are in need of this light. Jesus is light. This is the reason why we celebrate Christmas. We celebrate that Jesus is the light, and He enters your darkness Accept God's free gift of grace through Jesus. Why do we celebrate Christmas? We celebrate Christmas because God became human flesh. And he lived among us. The Messiah was born, Jesus Christ. But he didn't remain an infant. Jesus the baby grew up to be Jesus the God-man who would live a perfect and sinless life and be led to innocently die on the cross and shed his blood on Calvary so that our sin could be forgiven. And then he crushed the serpent's head. On the third day, he rose from the grave, conquering Satan's sin and death so that we can have not only forgiveness of sin, but new life. The greatest gift that you can have this Christmas is the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. And to accept that gift, all you need to do is put your faith in Him. If you haven't made that decision, then I want to encourage you to make that decision. What better time than on Christmas Eve to surrender your life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ? I have hope this Christmas. I have hope because God is sovereign. The world may seem to be crumbling and falling apart, but God is not shaking in His boots. He has everything under control. I have hope because Jesus is salvation. Jesus lived and died on the cross so that we can be saved, so that we can spend eternity in light of our forgiveness and adopted sons and daughters to Uh, to god our father and spend eternity with him and i have hope because jesus is the light in the middle of all the darkness his light shines bright i have hope and i hope you do too would you guys pray with me god thank you that you are sovereign god you have everything under your control and Lord, it may be easy for me to fear or to be full of anxiety when my world is out of control. But God, you are sovereign and nothing escapes the grips of your hand. I thank you, Lord, that Jesus' salvation, that he conquered Satan, sin, and death, that He forgave me of my sin and gave me new life through His work on the cross. And thank You that Jesus is light in the middle of a dark world. You have given us light. And for that I'm grateful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.